0: what's going on everybody it's your boy bless and you are locked in to the mot podcast a moment of truth right about now i got my co-host let me know on the boards and i got a very special guest this week my homie tong b promoter extraordinaire he's launching a brand new project he just launched a brand new project a very dope supper club that we
1: came to check out the other night
0: introduce yourself to the people
1: what up, what up? I'm Tang. Uh, basically, I'm known for the nightlife scene. Um, been in it for a while now, like at least over 15 years. Seen you around for at least 15 years. We've been so. seeing <laughs>
0: each other around, yes. Yeah. We've had many a drunken night together. Um, for everybody who's not familiar, maybe with the scene in Montreal, yeah. people who are who are not from the city, or you know, if there's people living under a rock who've never been to a to a, a happening nightclub in the city and don't know your face, how did you get started um, as a
1: promoter? How did you get started in nightlife? I um, actually um, a lot of my friends back when I was like in university and shit. A lot of my friends were uh, DJs or club promoters, mm-hmm. and I would just come hang out, but. I would literally just let's say one of my friends with a dj i would literally just help him carry his crates back then they had crates you mm-hmm. know, they didn't have laptops so that's mm-hmm. a good those, starting point yeah like that's like one of the reasons i came out was to help my boy carry his crates to the club and that's right i would legit sit in the dj booth from 10 to 3am not talk to anybody just sit there with my boy and but because i'm sitting next to the dj every time the owner would come by ask if he needs a drinking thing i'd get to know the owner and then the owner's friend and then I just kept meeting people and then over the years some the owners were just like yo why don't you start getting into the business you know a lot of people yeah so then and you are a fantastic host i definitely give you
0: give you your props thank you but i wasn't break that down i mean you know he's 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 a he's a staple um, in Montreal nightlife, you know, and, and for me, I've always thought that he's one of the top promoters because he brings a really amazing crowd. The vibe's always good, the that music's always good. He's only had amazing DJs play, and he always kind of picks spots where there's a, there's a healthy balance of where you're gonna get the music, but there's gonna be beautiful ladies. And that's why his, his, his nights have been
1: very successful. I appreciate that. Well, honestly, if you knew me when I first started out, I'm not going to lie, when I first started out my gigs, it was like I was still that dude sitting in the DJ booth, not moving. Not Take us anywhere. there. What were these What were these clubs? What were these spots? Um, actually, my first gig wasn't even a real promoter gig. I was um, one of my boys was like head promoter at Stereo. Mm-hmm. So Stereo was like, you know, after hours, and you're, they're giving out reduced passes. So he told me, you know, a lot of people had these out, and I'll pay you per pass. So I actually wasn't even going into the club. I was just Sub promoter. Yeah and then um got to know more people from that and then um one of the clubs that i started at was called uh juice it was actually on prince arthur and saint laurent Mm -hmm. and they had a solid saturday going on but they didn't have anything going on friday so then um i took on the fridays and it was my first actual like real night like i was spearheading the whole thing like i had to do everything from a to z but again I still didn't know the hosting aspect of the business. Mm. I only knew I'm going to bring you people, and then once the people get inside, I don't really know what to do with these people. That's right. Right? So if, if you knew me back then, I don't think you would say I was like one of the best hosts out there.
0: <laughs> but you are now. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely are. And I think that every
1: a, a lot of people could agree with me
0: on that. What part of the city do you hail from? Where do you come from originally? Where did you grow up?
1: Uh, I, I'd say I grew up in TMR. Most okay. of my life lived there. Um, my parents uh, moved there when I was like, Twelve years old, and um, I briefly moved downtown. And you know what I found? I found like when I lived downtown, it was just because I'm always downtown and I'm always going out, and I know everybody in the scene. Mm. When you mm. live two minutes from the club, oh everyone's like, "Yo, I'm coming pick you up," or mm-hmm. after the club, like, "Yo, we're going to your house, we can drink more." Yeah, so I know like, the
2: feeling. That's a dangerous circle, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not where you want to be exactly. when you're, when you're working
1: too. So I just ran right back to TMR because T M when you when I'm a bit further away, if they tell me, "Yo, let's go out tonight." You I'll like, yourself, yeah like. i'll be like i'm too lazy to get up but they're not gonna say i'm gonna come pick you up either because you live so far <laughs> or right bang
0: on your door <laughs> yeah
1: so uh i like it i mean it's close to my parents too always been really close to my family so uh what's crazy though is that now that i live right next to my parents i see them less than when i live downtown because when i live downtown i made a point if i tell my mom come and see you monday it means i'm coming to see you monday yeah, but now because she lives two blocks away if i Feel lazy, the convenience like, just, is there, yeah, right? yeah. I'm like, I'll go tomorrow, which I never end up doing, you know. But
0: what's your background, ethnicity
1: wise? I'm actually Vietnamese, Vietnamese, yeah, nice. Really, I thought he was African,
2: okay, <laughs> just throwing it out there.
0: <laughs> so, for so, growing up, growing up Vietnamese, what kind of music, cultural influences did you? Were you into hip hop? What, what were you into early? My as my question kid coming up, um, <laughs> of course, I did.
1: Um, I well, I was born and raised here, and mm. um, when I first started going on to clubs. Like i said all my friends were djs but hip-hop electronic yeah they were all mostly Mm hip-hop um but back then you know what i find now is like now it's clubs are doing mostly hip-hop and you know there's there's like full circle again yeah new city guys doing their edm stuff but then there's the clubs that still try to do house per se Mm -hmm. but they start house and then they realize that's right they can't maintain you that. Can't, yeah, yeah. So You can't deny the way. When you say cl- can't maintain, do you mean like end of the night? Can't maintain, they gotta
2: no, go. It to means hip-hop? they or gotta like play hip hop. Yeah, you mean for like a month or two and then they gotta switch their format.
1: Yeah, they do it for a month or two, and then when they realize at one AM, if they don't drop those bangers, if that Kiki ain't playing, yeah. <laughs> the bottles ain't popping. Yeah, so then I'm guaranteeing you if you go to any hot club in Montreal right now, like Bottle Service Club, if you walk in around one AM, you're gonna hear hip hop. Right. You know, and there's a lot of clubs that tried to go the other way, like, you know, Flyjin, Subwa, and they're, these two clubs are killing it. And they wanted to play just house, but you're gonna hear hip hop if right. you can walk You out. have to. It's, it's, more of a, it's more of like
2: um, a mashup, yeah. for lack right, of a you better no word, two days, days I'm with you. Yeah. When you started in the game, what's changed since then? Obviously, you said hip hop, but give me another, like, a couple, like, Are people more strict with their clothes? Are they a little bit more lenient Uh, as far as like maybe the overall vibe in the club? Has it changed since you started? I just, personally, I'm not a big club guy, so I'm learning from you. You're not going to hear much from me. So walk us through when you started. (laughs) I already know what his answer is going
1: to be, but I'm curious how he's going to phrase it. You know what? When I started out, it was like the word VIP, it meant something Mm -hmm. like...
0: "Hmm." People had bread to spend. Yeah. There was a yeah, surplus of of money being harvested
1: from the sky. Yeah, and it's like, um, if you knew the promoter, that was like, wow. Because like, everybody wants to know the promoter. Because mm-hmm. there's really only like five real promoters out there, right? What was your first big night out after the juice and, and and that? Like, what was oh, your, your... The, the, your, one, the your, one that made, yeah, like, I start Made your, your, your my, reputation. My name, I'd say, like, I started making a name for myself when I was at Tribe. Because okay. they were booking big... Big artists all I the remember. time, you know, like they book Paris Hilton, Kim that's Kardashian. Right. So, I was one of the head promoters there, so a lot of people got to know me. That then. gave
0: you your springboard to be, yeah. But
1: to. then I really got known when I started working at Opera.
0: And that's right, um, actually, that's probably where we met. Op- we met pre Wood, yeah. it was probably Opera, Tribe. I used to do a night um, next door at Pub St. James. Oh, for real when you guys were doing Tribe Thursdays. Me oh, and I Marco, remember, me and Marco from FlyGen, that. we started yeah. there
1: together. I forgot about Pub St James. That yeah. place was popping too. Yeah, it
0: was wild. Yeah, it was crazy because it was Pub St James, and then there was Tribe next door where he was, and the whole block was just hot. And this is when the port became what the port is now. Yeah, and it was that block.
2: Yeah, Wait. I got, I got a good one. Uh, most bumping spots that you've seen
1: through the years. Give well, me some of the hottest spots. His parties. Uh, tribe parties, would have to I'm be sure. one. I'm saying somewhere like in like. From what I've seen, or just like right now, from what you've seen from the beginning, I've tried. I, I, I was try what to were bring the it highlight back. what were the standout, the things I could remember the most. Honestly, um, after those drunken nights, right? <laughs> no, I mean, even when I was just, I wasn't even in the game, and I was just going out. Started going out. Something that was crazy to me, and I still haven't seen it to this day, was Sona. Just mm-hmm. the entrance of Sona. There was Agreed. no lineup. People just walked up, and if they like you, you came in. Facts. that was crazy you know about that, facts. Facts. that was crazy <laughs> luckily
0: they liked me for and, i don't know and what you know reason, what's
1: crazy but... is because i actually uh, knew the the vip door girl there the girl that does the guest list but she's actually a friend jennifer right? yeah jennifer she was a really she's good friend homie. of mine back then and i was
0: Shout-outs jennifer and uh was it dimitri the dude who did the list i can't remember. i think it was dimitri i think dimitri was doing stereo no nah bro Else? it was sometimes jennifer was and Dimitri was sometimes at both spots Dimitri. maybe yeah. no no <laughs> no, no. Like a good oh, maybe they might have stolen but yeah, they, yeah there was a dude sometimes and, and she was amazing she was actually really cool
1: she was actually a uh, like a good friend of mine i actually yeah. hung out with her outside of like mm-hmm. clubs and whatever and um, she was dating one, one of my best friends too so that's how i got to know her mm-hmm. so i would leave the club and then just bring her hot chocolate because it's freezing outside but then she goes yo come inside for a bit so i give her hot chocolate come inside so everybody in line like Oh, so that's how we got to get in. We got to bring her hot, her hot chocolate. Hot cho- so she <laughs> started getting... yeah. That's a good one. But, the old hot chocolate. But uh, straight up like... now she was cool though. Like, Sona's like... Culture. Yeah. yeah, just like... Iconic. Yeah. Well, not just... a you big know, deal. Even
0: for us as hip-hop heads, it's one thing. But if... And I'm sure my producer, Mano, he's behind the boards like... Yo, in electronic music? Yeah. That was like one of the top five biggest spots globally yeah you right you had like london paris berlin new york and fucking sona bro yeah. like you're right you're facts. right that was a big fucking deal back then probably a bigger deal for electronic music than even hip-hop but we were you yeah. know what i'm saying we were downstairs in the basement but it was probably a bigger deal yeah. upstairs yeah 100 you know what? that was that was a special time uh some of your biggest bookings opera tribe that that were your events talk to us uh. about me- some of your most memorable parties early um, where you were really like yo this is what i want to do
1: you know what i think for sure paris hilton comes to mind because like back then it wasn't like like now what you see what's going on with new city gas and beach club Mm. and these guys are coming in it was groundbreaking yeah they're coming every week whereas back like if you go 10 10 years ago you'd see tiesto once a year or every two years if you were lucky and he was probably playing at after hours he was playing
0: at aria for our parties on new years
1: um so when somebody actually booked Paris Hilton and the fact that Paris Hilton was coming to Montreal yeah it was just well
0: TMZ was there I was at that party yeah. this
1: was this was probably the first
0: local party where like TMZ showed up they actually hmm. sent they sent cameras
1: it was a big deal it was a big deal a yeah, very and, big deal and back I think back then she was one of the biggest stars at, the, at that time well wait, wait, back what then year was Kim this?
0: Kardashian was her Paris Hilton yeah Kim Kardashian was her
1: assistant yeah. What what year was this about like Wow, this is like 07, 06? Like yeah, oh six, oh seven. Okay.
2: So she was like she was still doing her reality stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right? She had yeah. uh, the show with Nicole. Right? I was yes, a fan. The, I, the I, had, I had an ex that used to make me watch that. So I've probably seen way <laughs> too many episodes than I should. I was I never thought she was physically attractive. Paris Hilton? Yeah. Personally,
0: nah. Well if you like walls sliced bread. If you like like walls, if you like the bread from the from the the death bread, the I'm all Nicole in the fridge. Nicole
2: Richie, like I I honestly I want to hang out with the dad and then go and deal with what I gotta do. Garbage. On to the next.
0: So so um so from tribe. Yeah. I mean, I know from being in the scene, um the culture changed in nightlife. Yeah. Right? And a major uh transition point went from before our time and up 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 and then 2007 hits around the tribe and the game starts changing nightlife starts changing probably politics start changing that has a lot on what's tolerated or the kind of the direction because we Correct me if I'm wrong. As as Montreal, we're always known as like a nightlife capital. We were like a little Vegas North, where we had the most strip clubs per capita. People came here to to beast out for the weekend. Yeah. Right. Um. What have you seen over, let's say, the last ten years? Um. Change the most. Uh. Positive and negative. Right. Yeah. Um, Rise of social media versus the tightening of the uh, of the <laughs> of the of the screws. You know.
2: More drugs. Less drugs. <laughs> Is it, is it uh, like a calmer time that we're living in right now or is the heyday behind us and you know what I mean? Like, like where's the sentiment? Where's the general population at these days? Are they wild club goers? Are they younger crowds?
0: Is well, it more it's always younger and younger crowds. I, yeah. mean, right? well, I mean,
1: we're also getting older. And older yeah, exactly. Too, so.
0: But more like in terms of what's the difference that you see from the Fair. tribe era Fair. to now? Um, plus and minus negative and positive
1: what i find today is that um we became lazy but not it's not our fault it's just technology yeah with everything that's you know it's available to us now um you don't have to like you don't have to put in the work as much like uh back in the day for instance i'll give you an example is um when opera approached me to work there this is crazy though like i'll never forget this This is one of the things I'll never forget in my whole career. Is that normally when people ask me to work, they're like, "Yo, you know, uh, we want to set we want to set up a meeting. Let's talk. Mm -hmm. We really want you to work here." Mm -hmm. So I'm at Opera one night, and and then the night comes, lights come on, and you know Rafi. Yeah. So Rafi was an owner of Opera back then, and he goes to me, "How was your weekend?" I said, "Oh, really good." And he goes, "Uh, "So where you at now?" And I was actually at Lamouche back then. Lamouche. Yeah, this club Lamouche right before Opera. I was there too. Yeah, Lamouche just. Is it a Friday? Yeah, LaMouche just opened yeah. a few months, and it was, they were considered like opera's competition yes. when they first opened, right? Yeah. So um, Rafi goes to me, what are you up to now? I'm like, oh, I'm at LaMouche. And he actually said to me, not anymore. I'll see you next weekend here. <laughs> and I was like, and back then, like, Rafi was like, if you're my generation, like, there's some guys that are my generation of promoters. Well, because they did Joy. Yeah, so you, we, we looked up to guys like Rafi. That's old
0: school night. Tuesdays at Joy was another yeah. legendary sketchball night. Mm-hmm. that was a was an eclectic uh yeah. mix of characters for lack of a you know better uh, explanation but that shit was tuesday if you were in joy you were somebody exactly that was a night that was one of the only nights because opera was a mega club right opera yeah. was like the original new city gas yeah. so you had somebodies and then you had fillers fillers and it was a, a wide crowd right right yeah. everybody was at opera yeah. But Joy, you have to be a
2: somebody to be in there on I remember Opera. Yeah. I don't I, 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 I don't Joy isn't like
1: again West. It Island, was on
0: Delamontang. Yeah.
1: It was smaller too. Small spot. Yeah. And that's that brings me back to I mean, back in the day, like you said, you had to be somebody to get in joy because the term mm-hmm. VIP actually carried weight. That's right. right. Now today it's called VIP guest list, but it just means all you got to do is get a hold of a phone number of anybody. Or just email a yeah. stranger on social media and, and, you don't and have say, to I'm willing anymore. to spend money. No, at right? all. Like, and the worst part is, too, Like I remember um, I was trying to go to Salvio's mm-hmm. and I hit up Jojo. He was DJing. So I said, hey, Joe, I want to go out tonight. Can you put me on guest list? He said, no problem, tongue. I said, I want to bring a friend. Is that cool? He goes, you know what? I'm going to try to get you plus one today yo i'm getting people saying yo i'm coming to the club tonight can you put me plus 50 and, mm-hmm, and clubs mm-hmm. will take it clubs because they want the it. money is yeah. it because they want the business yes is that they, why yes it, they're hungry for the business yeah because i mean like i said we the the scenes change so much um, it's become
0: more of a numbers game correct yeah. me if i'm wrong because okay. it's beyond just dollars spent at the bar they want to be popular and in terms of popular the more people snapping and tweeting yeah. and you know instagramming the the more the, it's good for the algorithm of the promo of the club. But back then it was the
2: polar opposite. Yeah. They wanted the So select, social media, right, sorry to cut you off, has social media has made it more accessible. Has really yeah. like, like not ruined the game, but no. changed the game to such a
0: big extent. Has I made understand. it yeah? the VIP experience, I'm I learning. think much yeah. more accessible. Okay. Whereas clubs were selective because they just wanted the right kind of crowd and the right kind of vibe. And then the spenders would be happy to be part of that.
1: Yeah, like back in the day, um you wanted to be able like you would be the one hitting up a promoter and That's hope right. and hope that he writes you back. That's right. Today it's promoters tagging you with That's ninety-nine right. other people that <laughs> they know on Facebook.
0: And their crowd are people that they don't even necessarily know.
1: Exactly. Whereas
0: we had a much more loyal, you know, community when it came to nightlife. Like everybody knew everybody.
2: Yeah. It was just smooth. It's a different game back then. Well, yes, I but. Think, I think it's it's like anything else. It's just the world was more personal or personable.
1: Back personable,
2: then. maybe. Right, personable, personable, where it's like like face-to-face, like you guys made friends with each other because you saw each other out, yeah. not through. You just get tired through, of seeing each other. but with it, It's friends. not through an app, <laughs> exactly. but you know what I mean? It's not through an app. It's not like you guys were friends before from like an online circuit. You guys made friends in the club or around the club so, scene all that to say social media obviously has you know revolutionized
0: everything Mm -hmm. but beyond just social media when you see the kind of bookings the size of bookings the way people are partying what's changed from let's say an opera and a tribe time period uh to now is there less money for the uh for the for the for the baller crowd is there less are sales up are sales
1: down um to be completely honest the sales are down for sure yeah um i mean i i've seen it like i've seen the nights of opera i've seen the nights of cavalli thursdays Mm, um, another good night coco fridays we the numbers we were doing there you were there at coco too yeah on fridays like the numbers we were hitting there on a friday night we we were we were refusing uh enough people to fill up a buena note and globe Mm. never mind how many people we had inside that's a fact and now what's crazy is if you go around town on a friday night
2: nobody's sold out like that
1: no at all not even close and if the place is like Popping or packed, you're talking about a place that holds 200 people, yes, or a spot that holds maybe 400 people max, you know. But, uh, right, it's not a thousand plus. If you go bigger than that, the only way you're packed is if you have a huge booking, mm-hmm. but right, dead mouse at uh, what's it called? exactly it, uh,
2: old, what's, what's the one? Uh, New City Gas, yeah,
1: now you're getting a couple thousand people, like, yeah, good you know,
2: job. People buddy. forget but you just ca- spent 50,000, way forgetting. more than 50,000. Right. Well, let yeah. me yeah. promise you,
0: let me you spent a good 150 thinking, plus for promo dead, for dead mouse alone no 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 in 150 his pocket. plus in oh yeah? His pocket. yeah that much plus 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 okay. plus 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 yeah those aren't small bookings so so definitely i guess the the volume the volume has
1: changed yeah i mean i don't know because i'll be honest with you too it's like i remember i used to get people from out of town hit me up say yo what's going on tonight and um i right away i knew like i would say okay go here let's say go to central station or go to opera or, or go to tribe like you knew you send them there they're gonna have a good time yes today if somebody from new york hits me up goes Yo, i'm coming in this weekend you don't know where i'm not sent. sure because Do you, you have know to what?
2: wait till wednesday or wait till thursday yeah, to tell because, them there's a night
1: because it might be good by montreal standards but i mean if you have somebody that's coming from let's say new york or miami that are you know to Houston, be used to going to live or going yeah, to certain places we're probably not going to live up to that expectation. so what are the spots like I know
2: you just said there are no spots, but if you if you were put on the spot right now and said, "Well, okay, he has
1: many nights," right? Exactly. So like, <laughs> oh, no, but you know, you know what's what's crazy is that um, people hit me up all the time to go out on weekends, and I actually ask them what kind of vibe they're looking for, and I'll send them to somebody else because I know they'll have a good time because right. my mind frame is. I'm not going to send you somewhere that I know you're not going to enjoy yourself because yeah. then you'll never call me again. Yeah, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's like I want you to be like, okay, this guy is trustworthy. I know if I want to have a good time, hit this guy up because yeah. I'm not trying to do this for You're not him.
0: trying to make a little extra yeah. on the bottle service. You really are doing it because you want them to have a great time. Yeah, game. and
1: that's another thing. That's that's what killed the game too because now like… Greed. Like, well, it's also clubs being… I, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's a little desperate because i don't agree with this like nowadays if a guy has a random booking and i don't know let's say somebody from toronto goes hey i want to go to this club can you set me up and the guy doesn't actually work there he's going to call the club and say hey i have a, a group for you but i want a kickback go above them go above and, above the, the and the club head. will give them a, that kickback right but i mean at the end of the day you're fucking up the market because
0: you're taking the power out of the promoter's hands. Yeah, and you can't even control what's. And going on. like it
1: makes it kind of takes away from the because for me like if your club is so popping, those people are coming with or without that that. So person. why you got to give yeah. them a referral? But I think the game just like it became because like I said, you're not getting those clubs that get a thousand people coming in one night that you need to, you need to take everything you can get right. So they they're too scared to lose that group of fifteen or whatever. Yeah. So they're gonna do it. Um, and then on the other end, for the promoter, it's like if you're always going to be that guy that's chasing after that $100, mm. where are you really going in your life in this, you know?
0: 100%. And I think that's a that's a big challenge uh, for people who are promoters where it's kind of like if you don't do a good job, they get rid of you. And if you do too good a job, they don't want to pay what you're worth.
1: Yeah, but that's...
0: You see what I'm trying to say? Because they feel like they're already popping. Yeah. And but- I'm sure that's a challenge. That you've faced where obviously your work speaks for itself this doesn't even like my my uh point has nothing to do with you because you really have a good consistent crowd that follows you around in my opinion but i've seen that so much once a guy like yourself builds a night they just want to maintain it yeah a couple
1: of young kids give them 100 bucks and Yeah, it's obviously happened a lot over the years but usually they don't have long actually yeah actually hurts the club promoter because the promoter put in the work and he's got that following as soon as he dips that crowd's going to go because he's it's not like he's going to dip from that place and not work somewhere else right so you're kind of that club's actually kind of hurting themselves because then they realize okay wow it was the promoter that right they're losing an entity yeah, yeah you know and i mean unfortunately that does happen but i also have worked with people that um don't think like that you know which is
2: like, they do long-term business yeah
1: but it's 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 rare I don't get me wrong but there's a lot of stand-up dudes too in the business and of course
2: and those are the ones that stick
1: around yeah i mean it's it's but at the same time it's like i can't at any end of the day it's like it's not my club too you know so if they decide okay well I'm, we're paying this guy too much we can't afford it maybe that's another reason why they cut him too but i i just think there's i mean if you had him and if you took him from the beginning and he took it where it's supposed to be that's right. Then you have he, to be. Looking. Then he did his job. Hundred yeah.
0: percent. And and the promoter deserves to reap the benefits of his hard work 100% if it took him a year to build the night and it's yeah. going to fly for two more years let the man make his money he built you the night yeah, you you're making 90% of the sales enjoy
1: it. yeah exactly
0: you know what i mean so which leads me to my next question so for young cats that might be tuning in and 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 they want to follow in your footsteps they want to get into the game into nightlife what would you suggest is the best avenue to to enter this business in a serious way
1: uh honestly um for me like one of my friends actually he's he a client that became a friend mm-hmm. and he said something to me that was like i mean it it, it really touched me i was really like humbled mm-hmm. but he actually grabbed me and goes tongue you know what i like about you and i was like what he goes you never like you never call me to come to your nights you never bother me you never say you never hit me up say yo come to my party that's right and i told him i said well straight up people have the wrong you know impression of promoters like my job isn't to solicit yeah my Mm. job is to make my party so hot that you want to come i don't have to call and
0: personally what i appreciate because i'm a guy who's been in the nightlife i was a promoter as a kid myself um i always appreciate i think your strength obviously you're good at bringing people to your nights but i personally think that your your strength is your hosting
2: you're very strong. You're always a gentleman. When you You're say hosting, is it like do you ever get on the mic or is it like no, 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 he's no, just what? there and you see him and he's working We're going to have a
0: good time together. He's working the room. if I, if I bump into him at one of his party or even just at another one of our friends' parties, he's a personable guy, he's a humble guy. I keep
2: thinking about De Niro in Casino. That's what I'm picturing. Well, yeah, You're I mean, right? just like walking around, everyone knows him. He with doesn't ace, have the he,
0: he doesn't have the uh, the powder blue uh right. you know, uh suit pants and and you know and the loafers, but all jokes aside, a major part of having a successful running night with longevity is appreciating the people who yeah. are coming to support your movement. Right. So he's the kind of guy that he's approachable, he's humble, and, and he'll doesn't to, start he doesn't have to
2: solicit. That's a huge no huge soliciting. Thing. He'll
0: start the party.
1: Yeah, because you know, you understand?
2: Honestly,
0: he'll facilitate it. and Then you feel like, yo, I'm having a good time with my homie. Not only do I want to come back, but I want to spend some money because it's reciprocation. It's just, yeah. The, the 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 vibe is set straight. A lot of people, they don't have that personal touch. They get you in. They get their
2: $4 they're ahead. They're sitting up in a they room their upstairs, their upstairs points, and that's it.
0: And they're just tra- talking to girls, just being obnoxious and whatever, right. whatever, you know? Call me next week. But
1: if, if, if you're going to host maybe. a night, be the host. Yeah, 100%. Like I feel that anybody that comes out in your night um, or just goes out in general, it might not even be my night, is to have a good time. And that's right. I've been in clubs for like half my life that um i'm just so used to um talking to people and like you know being make, social bringing yeah making people have a good time like even my own wedding put it this way okay my wedding um congratulations by thank you, the you way. appreciate it uh, mm-hmm. so i got Congrats. married last year awesome. and thanks I'm, for
0: inviting me fucker. no joke <laughs> <joking, I'm>
1: <laughs> um so i totally well, as soon as the first guest showed up it's not like i forgot i was getting married but it Right away, got Turned into, into like, event. Tongue the to Host. You yeah, know, like, true. I saw them, like, hey, how's it going? How's everything? What do you want to drink?
2: Now you're schmoozing, and, yeah. like, you just forgot it's your wedding. Ceremony
1: didn't even start yet. There's no ceremony yet. They're that's still funny. setting up. So I go, what do you want to drink? They tell me, what do you want to drink? I go to the bar. I see my, my bartender's not even dressed yet. He's taking the glasses out, putting ice. I go, yo, I need um, four shots of Jameson and one vodka. So he, like,
0: he catapults the party, and right that away. is what it takes to be great at what he does.
1: So I, he goes to me, Tongue the to, Bar's not open yet, and I said, open the bar so then the wedding planner comes up to me and goes tell me we can't open the bar before the ceremony people aren't supposed to drink before the ceremony i said i don't care open the bar that's right so um so everyone will start coming start doing shots start doing drinks bar was open this is what five my ceremony was at six so i noticed after my wedding that people were actually snapping their drinks while i'm saying my (laughs) vows like they were just caught up in the party the right was Right. Like, yeah and, which, um, which
0: was i'm sure was a very good uh good good wedding
1: <laughs> yeah but i was so stressed about i wasn't like you know like, obviously i love my girl um but it was like i was stressed about people having a good time sure because that's i'm so that's used to the mentality there. have yeah, sure. like and it, like he said too like it doesn't have to be my night i could walk into let's say subwa i don't work there but if i see him or see you i'm like yo let's let's party let's, have let's a good get time. busy yeah. so
2: so you obviously have passion love for what you do of course because this is something that like it engulfs your personality it well he's been doing this as a career for a very long right. time it's not like a college kid who wants to get parties. laid on the
0: weekend and meet a couple girls and drink some booze and he, and he tells, he tells his deal. fraternity come through like this guy's been at it he's been through the ringer and he's still there stood so the i have an interesting i
2: have an interesting question have you ever lost the passion um, have you ever had like maybe a six month or where you're just like and how did you get it back? sure he lost the passion for drinking
0: many times. Well, that's what I'm saying, right?
2: Because it's, 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 it's a, an endurance thing, right? You're going to a club. Oh, it's you're staying it. up hours. And, that... he
0: still, and he still looks so young.
2: <laughs> but him yeah, no, in, I'm, I'm him curious. Him
0: Pharrell are neck and neck for
2: uh... <laughs> the youngest you can't looking tell. <laughs> you can't tell the, the age. Um, no, the, the question is, have you ever lost the will or the drive? And how did you get it
1: back? Honestly, I, I keep myself so busy that um, you don't have a choice. I don't I can't like I love what I do and but what I do notice is like because one thing I do is let's say I start a night I will never start a second night until that night is going well so Smart. once one one night is going well then you I'll can move talk on next. about next and danger. then the only time I'm not gonna say I'm bored but once let's say I have three or four nights that are all going well it's not I get bored I'm just like I don't really I don't feel challenged you have more. to reinvent or so questions I'm like, I think,
0: how many nights do you have now weekly monthly um and what are they tell us
1: uh right now i have five nights but no, my main nights are joe versus tuesday uh thursday i do somewhere and then sunday i'm doing professional. and then on the weekends uh well right now i'm uh i'm one of the owners of Privé, so i'm congrats I'm oh, wow that's a congrats. bumping spot my brother loves Brooke. That. Brooke. i don't well, know maybe you know my Paul brother
2: you know tyler lemko um, he's friends with the owner the, like, maybe he's with, like, right like he's there all the time like they love him there and uh-huh. he just launched his own supper club what
0: would we uh, call it's it? more supper of a bar oh wow bar, bar restaurant bar oh, Okay, restaurant yeah, exactly. bar. what's that uh, it's, it. it's actually a
1: dim sum bar oh, super yeah. dope <laughs> I'm in super dope
2: <laughs> beautiful place
1: okay. great where we go? Location. where are we going we'll go this okay. week? in the heart of hear the old port tell, let, mm. let the man tell basically 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 I have a friend that's a realtor and he always sends me listings and usually I just skim through it and this particular uh location I looked at it and it was like right next to where all the clubs were right and it had a liquor permit too and where uh, is it what like what part of the city it's uh in Omaha. Montreal okay it's on Notre Dame it's actually right right next door to somewhere okay so um I saw a location I went to check it out and being a promoter I don't I never wanted to open a nightclub uh I always want because I, I want to keep my promotion business promotion business and venture into other stuff mm-hmm. and what i found is in that corner there's so many nightclubs and there's a lot of um sit down restaurants but there's no spot for you to casual yeah go go pre-drinking or go grab a bite and if you don't feel like going to club you just sit at the bar and have a drink
0: and don't get it twisted it's a very nice spot it's just a casual yeah. atmosphere you know like there's it's no not up okay. and all yeah
1: that. you're not going to see like Uh, like if you order a bottle the waiter is going to set up your bottle for you but you're not going to see the waitress coming out with you know like sparklers Mm -hmm. and do a dance for you there's none of that um i just wanted to be casual uh we play classic hip-hop too um it's it's just a very chill laid-back spot we sort serve food to 2 a.m because there's some people that might walk out of club at 2 and decide they're hungry too you know so i just found that corner was like there's either restaurants or nightclubs and
2: it's obviously sit down but like is it quicker service when it comes to the food stuff or is it like you're there for a while and you're having a meal yeah, kind because of thing?
1: It, uh, it depends it's, it all depends so let's say he's hungry and you just want to have a quick bite all our plates are like tapa size so small amazing so that's my favorite you could, could come out real quick dumplings are quick you just steam them um you no know, so Getting hungry right now just <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> we can go there after if you want well we might <laughs> we might right we now. might have to <laughs> <laughs> you got two big guys here ready to go <laughs> so uh I mean, I dumpling to go with the sticky. Dim sum's pretty popular, and 100%. it's not available really unless you go to Chinatown or go to a real Chinese restaurant. So
0: and I, your spot is 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 much nicer than the traditional yeah spots in it, Chinatown. The lady it, yelling with it, the it, microphone. It, it's a cool spot. It's a cool spot. Yeah, everybody check it out. I highly recommend it.
1: It's uh, it, it gives you a bar vibe, but um. I mean there's dim sum so right. if you're craving, craving uh, give, a, give us the name if you don't mind just for people it's uh, called Jao. Jow yeah Jow. very cool and it's
2: located what's the address uh, 399 Notre Dame West there we go guys take note of that <laughs> right so you
0: got five nights yeah you got a you got a resto bar yeah what's next for you what's your goal because you just said something interesting keep promotion promotion and venture into other things what are other things that you would be interested in venturing into
1: uh like there's a lot of things even from the promotional side what i learned is that um i also went into consulting too from because a lot of clubs because now it's different right now you don't back in the day uh, let's say uh we talk about opera the team we had there was all like guys have been in business so long that um the owners just said hey go 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 fill up the club or go carte ha- blanche do go, go handle the branding go do whatever right exactly. nowadays the promoters you have today it's like they wait on you to send send them the flyer they post the flyer and they all want to sub promote they yeah, don't want to take the lead the, yeah there's there's no guy out there right now that's actually handling your a building C. the night yeah exactly marketing your shit so then a lot of places um end up needing somebody to uh help them with that guide them with that so, social media so on so yeah so you know be. and um that's good. I got into that a little bit too. So that's like, I'm expanding the promotion side of this. But as far as projects, I always wanted a coffee shop, to be honest with you. Like I always wanted a, a spot like during the day to just hang out with the boys or mm-hmm. just, you know. Um, well, tea's really
2: big these days. As yeah. much as coffee's the shit, I had a buddy who opened a tea shop on Park Avenue yeah. right before, was it, David's Tea popped off? Yeah. Right before that. And he had these big urns with like, Copious amounts behind the counter. It was just a cool like vibe in there, but it was probably about four or five years too early. And I think now there's like a tea revolution going yeah. where yeah. people are off coffee. Up
0: a whiskey and green tea room, bro. Wow. Wow. Yo, if you actually want to do that, we're gonna edit that right out. Exactly. <laughs> we're going <to> do it. <laughs> it's like exactly. Right? That was actually a good idea. Yeah. We need to do like a Fugazi karaoke spot where they could play Mahjong.
1: Yeah, I actually always wanted a karaoke spot too, like a, a nice one. There, there's a lack of and, good and karaoke spot. I was born. Yeah. If if there's
2: one thing, like I go to Toronto relatively often and the karaoke bars there. They're, they're hype. Yo, I went here?
0: Mm, I you know, went to an after
2: hour karaoke spot in Toronto.
0: Right? Exactly. Speaking of that, and that was the first time, it was years ago, that it was like they brought us a pitcher of green tea, cold okay. green tea. Okay. And, 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 a, and a bottle of, of Johnny Walker in a, in a, in a pitcher after hours. Yeah. And yo, we drank the whole pitch, the whole bottle <laughs> of whiskey mixed with that. And you know, the, I don't know the green, the tea leaves and the green tea neutralizes that whiskey. It didn't, we finished it, that in like 25 minutes, a whole bottle of Johnny Walker. How many? How many of you? Four of us, three of us. You we went to work. We were flying <laughs> and they had girls right yeah. but not they weren't strippers they were almost like geishas yeah. they were just hosting yeah they were dressed nice and they were just chilling with you
1: yeah
0: and the bill came at the end of the night and the homies the big homies that were taking us around in toronto asian guys you know they took care of the bottle and everything they were very nice of them and then they, they hit my man with the 500 bill for the girls i said for what <laughs> i was i never saw that like i mean just yeah. legit it's, hosting it's, uh, yeah. no compa- stripping
2: accompaniment or whatever Bro, that word is
0: no right? stripping no nothing sketchy yeah. no massage not even a hand massage dude they were just yeah. chilling pouring our drinks and so they were i guess they were charging for the just vip treatment right yeah
2: i was the in japan experience. two years ago and that's the norm is you go into like a nightclub or any type of like social club and there's girls there that are there they're not having sex with you you can't take them out of the club but they're there just to be your accompanying
1: geishas i don't know exactly. what you would
0: call it but but honestly a variation
1: of that could be very cool for montreal yeah Um I mean, what's crazy to me is that like you said we were known for a nightlife and if you go back like about 10 years ago people were like coming to us to see what's going that's on that's right we were leaders and now I'm, i find we're actually behind a lot of people you know? i, I it, it agree with you me. do you think that's a money
2: thing like the city is just old money do you think like what what causes that
1: i i just you know i don't know what it is honestly like um when i was on the come up and the guys my generation we looked up to certain guys and then they looked up to certain guys so there was like you know there was like a hierarchy yeah a hierarchy and then obviously we're getting older and the guys my generation actually like a lot of them just phased out or aren't in in the scene that much anymore um we don't even know who's next and no
2: you don't know the up-and-comers like no are there are there guys that are like that are hustlers that you see and you're like you're gonna make a kid <laughs>
1: like it's different because there have, must
2: be we just maybe don't know them I yeah mean. but
1: we it's it, the game changed too because when i was coming up um you know tron I worked at one of his clubs and back then like you said the four dollars per head man i was getting three dollars per head it was like (laughs) my numbers are good yeah and it was like (laughs) the name had to be crossed off your list and you're only getting paid if you actually hit 30 people before 12 30 and and you're lucky to get 10 points on the bottle yeah and what like when i got 30 people on my list he was proud of me he gave me a 26 ounce of smirnoff and i I was like so happy Right, yo you
0: know he used to kill me Shout out uh, JF and everybody at LaMouche, the old yeah. Aria crowd. So, I used to do a lot of work with Aria. I used to bring a lot of big artists. And then when they opened LaMouche, they reached out to me also for a Friday, and I was there for a long time. And they were like, yo, you
1: could take as much. Uh,
0: it was Smirnoff or Absolute at Lemouche? I know you got those promo bottles.
1: It was one of the two. Man, for sure I wasn't taking the Absolute though. I, oh I my God, them. it was so bad.
0: <laughs> Bro, I think I had four or five promo bottles and by bottle number two you were blind right we couldn't give it away they used to say go in the office there's a there's a crate of them and just sign the board and take them shit i was i just had to bribe people to come oh you have a birthday first two bottles are on me take it we couldn't it wasn't even digestible. you
2: couldn't give away the it wasn't even
0: digestible
2: it's, it's rubbing alcohol. It's
0: literally. And yeah. it made you, you blind the <laughs> after the second, literally blind. But, like. but
2: after your sixth, seventh drink, it's all water no matter what it is, right?
0: Well, I knew I would die if I kept that pace
2: going Fine. for too
0: long, you know?
2: Like, Fine. we
0: have to back off of that. Can I, ask,
2: can I ask a question? What are some of the most popping, aside from the stuff that you're doing, yep. what are some of the more popping stuff? Because you said, like, the up-and-comers, we haven't really seen that next generation or yet. Or maybe
0: new spots you're excited yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's, what's going on in the
2: city? Where's the Because I don't know shit. I'm out of the loop. So, Please.
1: Um, I mean, I haven't really heard about much coming up. I do know there is, um, John Jay from Bordell is working on a boutique hotel in O'Port. Shout out John. Yeah. Old friend of mine. And he's actually supposed to be opening uh, a supper club inside there. Sick. Uh, Mm. I didn't get much more detail on that, but that's one of the spots I heard that's coming out like sometime Mm -hmm. next year. Other than that, I really haven't heard much nightclub wise. Um...
2: What's popping now? Like uh, on a Friday or a Saturday night? Like where are the lineups?
1: Friday, Saturday nights. I'll be completely honest with you. If I've let's say I had someone from out of town, even someone from Montreal that really like had a birthday right. and I want them to have a really good time, I would probably send them to Subwa, They're they're crushing it on Saturday. Uh, Friday's too.
2: And what's what's the crowd? What kind of spot is that? Upscale. Well, yeah, it's more a mature club. crowd. It's a supper, no, no it's a baseball, baseball hats, club. obviously.
1: You know what? Dress um, shoes? That's
0: something that, he'll go with his baseball. hat. You know what? Right, like, you, that's, that's something.
1: That actually, that's that's another topic, but it actually, really bugs me. Like, um, it's not even about the baseball hat. For me, it's like you're supposed to look good. That's right. That's all it is. And streetwear
2: is more expensive That's than quote unquote dressy
1: shit.
0: Yeah, I remember anyways.
2: back in the day, I tried to get into Tokyo. I was wearing a velour outcast jumpsuit. The thing was like a thousand dollars. Ridiculous. Though. No, it was like a thousand dollars. That just looks ridiculous. It, it, no, it was. It was like it's the most expensive thing in there, unless some girls got something stupid I wouldn't on. let you yeah. in in a velour outcast suit either. Yeah. It was it was Tokyo <laughs> on like a Wednesday, and it was before I knew the goon tribe guys. And like yeah. I was in like, and they're like, you're not coming in. And luckily, the girl I was with had a sweater that was like oversized and i went into her car i put on like some mcgill sweater they let me right in <laughs> they thought you were like, a, a college kid
1: so uh subwa what else yeah what else uh flagen is always popping like honestly like where's it sorry Flygen. old port Oldport. Okay. yeah flagen like um they they're about five years old now but like when they first opened um the hype they had uh just man all the noise they were making like i just find since flagen because I remember when opera closed, everyone wanted to be the next opera, mm-hmm. right? And I find... It was a
0: big fight for the Sundays. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I find, like, um, there was nothing that really lived up to mm-hmm. opera after. And then the next big thing... Uh, New City Gas. Yeah, New City Gas, obviously. But New City Gas, more like, for me... Corporate. Yeah, it's a venue. It's more of a Right, a show. that's more of a concert venue yeah. than anything.
2: There is, like,
1: the it's small a, room it's there. It's a big party, but it's not a personal party. Right, and that
2: yeah. small room is nice, but if you're in the big room and there's like something popping, that's where you want to be, right? Yeah. Like
1: I actually worked at New City Gas for um, one, like half a year almost because summertime, um, they only have the patio open. Right. So summertime, I took off and I, I, I love the guys there. Like they're my friends, but I realized quickly I didn't fit in because like you said, I like hosting. That's right. And what I realized about New City Gas is these people aren't coming for me. Right? <laughs> you know, like They're they, coming for the event. They're coming for Tiesto. So once... I book their table and get them in. It's like, I'm not needed anymore. Right. I don't need to talk to you and ask you how your weekend was. Yeah. You're just staring at though. You don't, you know, yeah. like, so then I realized I actually... The
0: personability.
1: Yeah, and personability. I actually enjoy that part. I actually enjoy, like, tomorrow when I go into Joe Verse, I look forward to seeing somebody I hadn't seen in two weeks and just catching up, you know?
0: And I think um, something that maybe a lot of people don't realize is a large part of what you do as a promoter, in my opinion, is is not just the hosting but it's the networking right people go out to meet
2: people social
0: whether 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 it's to meet girls or whether it's to you know network for whatever business they're in and i think that um part of a good host is not just to get people fucked up it's also to introduce good people to each other like hey blesses my homie he's in the music business this guy does this intro. I think you guys should connect. Hey, let's have a shot all together. Yeah. Because that's priceless. Exactly. That's how you really people want to come back because they're like, yo, yeah. my whole my homie introduced me to somebody that was that
2: was a good look for 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 my project. On that on that note, have you ever introduced two people that like later on down the line maybe a blessing a producer kind of deal where you put two and two together and you were like, I did that. Like, do not have to toot your own horn too much? Yeah. But maybe there's like a, a conversation. I'm sure that, there's a few. That, yeah, yeah, that you put together. I'm not saying like like. We'll keep it legal
1: right yeah always
2: legal but maybe even relationship like people who got yeah. married or, i'm yeah. curious
1: like some of your best uh connects that you put together yeah i mean honestly that's happened a lot but off the top of my head i, I can't even i don't even remember like i mean for sure if i've got people like a guy and a girl together for sure as far <laughs> as on the business side i've got a lot of people in their first gigs and they work their way up whatever um but off the top of my head, I can't. I mean, remember. nightly
0: that's what he's doing.
1: Well that's it.
2: That's he's not networking every maybe night. Maybe there was maybe there was like a uh like a Tiesto S- and like a booking agent for like the states or something that... Oh Tiesto were in didn't need a booking <laughs> agent for the states by the time he was coming here. agent, but you understand what I'm saying? It's like like I know what you mean. Maybe there was there was one out. where you're like, Oh shit, this was a big moment that I did by fluke kind of thing you know yeah Just two people that are in the room at the same time or
0: yeah, maybe honestly, he didn't even realize it I and honestly they don't, don't want to admit because they don't want to in envelope
1: um, when i do that stuff i honestly don't even like, that's, that's you're not doing nothing it too. for like, the show you're doing yeah, it that's, for you. that's nothing too it's like i've had people where um i set up something you know and they're like okay how much do you want and i always say no because and i swear to you i've never accepted if it's not my gig i'll never take money because my mind frame is you know what I did something for you later it down the line right. you might you might that's have right. something for Good me business. you might do it for me you know Absolutely. and I, I think that's the way it should be and like for instance uh this wednesday i'm hosting a party in toronto at efs nice and i thought to myself i'm like you know what because i'm hosting why don't i bring the two djs that i work with all the time there that's and right. they get exposure from themselves in toronto that's right and i don't even think of that as like oh i just put your man on or something yeah I just I just I'm I'm about to this is organic me. yeah I didn't even this think is what it. makes sense and you're doing it because it's the better for everyone involved right yeah, exactly you know yeah. and I I also want Toronto to get a taste of Montreal DJs That's too right. you know like right? and then
0: you'll get a lot of good bookings you know when people come to Montreal they'll be like yo I had a great time at your EFS event put us put us on so it'll be you know good for your events in the future
2: as well yeah exactly there's that trickle down there's that like you're not necessarily looking at it from, like, I need a quick buck or make a, a quick flip. It's really, it's, it's longevity. It's a lifestyle. Progressing sure. progressing your movement, the DJ's movement, the club's movement. It's a
0: lifestyle for sure. Right. Which leads me to my next segue. Oh. Lifestyle, yeah. culture. Music-wise, what are you feeling? Fashion-wise, what are you feeling? What speaks to you? Who are you listening to? What are you rocking? What you, interests you? You know
1: what's crazy is cause because I'm in a nightclub, five six nights a week if not mm-hmm. seven and i'm hearing it's because I, I work in all hip-hop places right so mm-hmm. i'm hearing the same song five six times a week if not more because when it's a big hit the dj might play it even more than once in the same mm-hmm. night so twice actually, a night every every day what's crazy is uh um, i'll pick up my boy to go to the gym and i actually just put on a, a, a 90s playlist or like you know because yeah. and i actually grew up on r&b like i liked r&b mm-hmm. and i like, I'll put on SWV. You know, Maybe
0: when you cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I know, so exa- I know that's yeah, on your playlist. But
1: you just don't get that kind of yeah, music anymore. That so. vibe is... And it's not because I don't like what's, what we're hearing today, but it's just because I hear it so much yeah. that I don't need to hear it in my car too. Sure, so, of course. Um, so you stay away from like the top 40 or like the charting well, stuff. Well, because he's getting
2: bombarded with top 40 every night.
1: Yeah, like, like I, club. I, I hear it like I in my restaurant too. It's going to be in my playlist, so I'm yeah. hearing it every single night that in the daytime when I go to the gym or if I go to driving to a meeting um I'm gonna put on music that I actually don't get to hear. so that's right. an even more
0: fun question who are you feeling from back in the day what's some of your favorite shit what's your shit oh wow R&B or hip-hop whatever
1: uh yeah I was more more of an R&B I would be that kid that, that, that's what yeah not the like Jodeci, Jodeci you know like um genuine back in the day the, The remixes would be like on like Mm. mega mixtapes or whatever. So like I was that kiddo just chasing after, trying to be the first to get that. Yeah, you know. Um, With whoever rapping on the one, yeah, one verse exactly. Um, but yeah, like Keith Sweat, Jodeci, SWV, even TLC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's hard not to. I mean, without the other stuff. (laughs) When they
0: had the R and B mixtapes out of New York, the R and B mixtapes were crazy. I kind of Carl Thomas
1: and all that, that,
0: all that shit. That shit was hard.
1: Yeah, like uh, even my Tuesday nights, um, my DJ puts on a playlist before the night starts, like let's say during dinner, and it's all that kind of music. And yeah. that actually, like it brings me back, you know. And sure. uh, It's not that I don't enjoy current stuff right now, it's just, it's good to have a healthy i'm means. gonna hear that i know i'm gonna hear it you know so. me I f- I'm,
0: I'm in new york a lot and whenever i go to the club in new york i feel like the djs respect the lineage like of course you're gonna hear the drakes and the obvious shit yeah. but they'll make sure to put the tie in
1: yeah
0: okay drake flip this idea here's the original yeah you right. know what i'm saying they'll play that
2: though you know the drake cash
0: rules everything what's, what's around me and then they'll put the, the, the cream the original what's yeah. his
2: name uh g depp yeah, G. Dep with that track, and now Wayne's special buzzing. delivery.
1: Yeah, Wayne's L- buzzing L- like Wayne crazy. Little the the G. Dep well, special delivery. Put it this way: when Drake came out with his. uh track i was actually remembering lauren hill's x factor of course mm. so i went back to listening to x Factor. every
0: dj in new york will play both that's yeah. what i love that's i love the move. as that's a historian move. i love hearing both because you get a little education as the night I love that. not
2: that we need the education but it's important for the culture No, but you, you start, start off what what with like a, an original killing me softly and then yeah. go into like yeah. a fuji's and i'm just like what, that's for, nostalgic, you know what i'm right? saying exactly
0: yeah. and as you get progressively more drunk it gets more and more like you go further down memory <laughs> lane which is dope yeah.
2: Down down the rabbit hole. That's it. And like, so, what
0: about brand-wise, fashion-wise? I know you're a cat. You like your streetwear. I see you got the Bape on. Yeah. You all You always got fresh kicks on.
1: Um, yeah, I always been like more an urban style, but like fashion-wise, always. But what I I find it's important because yeah, you know, like everybody's on the Bape, Supreme, mm. Off White. But I find most of them are just on it because they see everybody else wearing right, it, of course. And I find people don't actually take the time to f- actually figure out the proper look for them because yeah sure people are wearing supreme but the fit not, might not be right on you absolutely you know like um even me i was wearing supreme a lot and then they switched um manufacturers for their t-shirts and the fit isn't right anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so now i'm trying to buy supreme shirts from like in 17 the, and good and, and, luck at a older, yeah, 500 yeah, bucks a yeah. t-shirt yeah exactly but <laughs> but i was actually like i have pictures of myself from 2003 wearing vape and supreme you know now what bothers me now is like I'll go on my Instagram and a guy that shops at Zara will put on a Supreme pouch just to say he uh, wants to, you know. Like, I know, I hate that well, shit. But it's, it, it, hate, it's not, and not the, that there's
0: anything wrong with Zara, but I'm saying you can't just dip in
2: but, and out.
1: But I, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's, that's not you. Stop being a hype piece. That's not you. you but stop like, being
2: a hype piece. Guys, just quickly, I think that's the biggest issue we have in today's society is that people don't formulate their own opinions. They I just, just want go to jump with a general consensus. Exactly. I mean... Uh, someone outspoken like Kanye West will go on a rant. Everyone will be mad at Kanye for what he said. But you didn't even take the time to listen. The you don't one know thing you could say that about that guy could have said that your family deserves a million dollars, and you'd be like, "Fuck Kanye." And West. You, know yeah. <laughs> you know
0: what? And mean? you know what? As much as people criticize Kanye on a fashion tip, he doesn't follow trends. Right? He, he, he sets well, his own lane, he, yeah. and people follow guys, him. Guys, guys. People were laughing at him when he put out the beggar clothes with the holes in the sweatpants. Now everybody want to be shabby but, chic. Okay, everybody yeah, yeah. Bless,
2: followed that. Blessed high. I've been wearing that shit for 10 You've fucking shabby years. You been for a long time. My whole look is a cartoon character. I wear the same fucking gray sweats. <laughs> yeah. And Kanye ruined it for me. I, I buy a pair of <laughs> I buy a pair of gray sweatpants in the winter time and then I cut them as shorts in the summer. And now you go to Foot Locker and there's cut sweatpants sitting there and I'm <laughs> like, that's my shit. Yeah. Like I've been doing that for 10 you plus years. holler now. at your boy. You just get some
0: points I, on that, bro. Fuck.
2: Like yeah. my my style is in now and it kills me because this is my shit. Everyone's rocking a beard Everyone's got their fucking sweatpants on. And I'm just like, I've been doing this for 15 years. Like, fuck off with this. You're ahead of the curve. So you look for
0: more like rare pieces.
1: Yeah, because I'm not that guy that, like, for instance, I was, um, uh, for instance, I don't know if you know, we have a festival in St. Martin called SXM Festival. Yeah, my boy Julian. Yeah, exactly. So four years ago was the first year they did it. And um, by the way, I'm coming next year. St. Martin. Host- My favorite place to vacation. I've been hosting many them. Times.
0: Beautiful well, island. I'll be there to uh, to pour the the shots. I'll exactly. bring a couple midgets on leashes. And let them bounce on trampolines. We'll make <laughs> we'll a cut party. This part out. It's okay. We'll make a party.
1: <laughs> so yeah. So four four years ago, um, I just got back from New York. So i actually picked up a bunch of off-white stuff. Nice. And back then, it'll be really yeah. Uh, we, Virgil we, didn't we, like super. We pop, had but. we we had a uh, Virgil and any VIP I told yo we got Virgil this week they didn't know who he was Ooh. you know and but the the kids did yeah of course they were lining up for him
0: <laughs> the kid yeah. all the kids who lined up for the shoes yeah. were lining up there so
1: i i showed up to the festival was wearing my shorts and everyone's like yo those are nice shorts what are they and then um all of a sudden like 2 years later everyone's you see those those striped shirts and everything so Nothing. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just not the guy that wants to go to a place and see 10 guys wearing the same shirt as me.
0: I've been saying that forever, man. I'd rather a pair of, like, like back in the day, a pair of low-key, like, Harachis or ACGs or even before, like, Harachi and Air Max became this big thing. Like, we would rather wear that than Jordans a lot of the time because it was just, you know what I mean? Like, Tootie used to fucking... I used to get massive shit from them. And when sneakerhead... Being a sneakerhead back then wasn't even, like... A thing like
1: yeah, not all. There, there was, was just a few and far between. Us. Yeah.
2: And and again, back to what you were saying, it's like uh, you're not trying to set trends. You're doing what's good for you. You're doing what you like. And yeah. then when it becomes exploited or he like jumps off, if of it becomes you're like I'm out. Like I don't need this anymore.
1: Yeah, because I want my I want my own look. Um, what's your but, favorite kick?
0: What's your favorite Nike? Of my favorite
1: time? Nike actually um, still can't find them. Uh, I got a pair of Hirachi NMs. Mostly um, mostly like when I wore them they didn't even know what they were uh whatever from me and Tootie's friend actually like showed us like a pair of them we never seen them before so we ordered uh one each mm-hmm. mine were all white so obviously they got destroyed mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I can't find them anymore, so I can't rebuy them uh, but they're still my favorite design the mm-hmm. favorite shoe um you know as much as 350s are played out I the reason why I like them is because they're the most comfortable shoe to wear and mm. i find it fits my look because i wear skinny jeans and, and that so so
2: technology yeah. is so it's like walking on air oh yeah it's, it's like it's an so, air suspension it's so cadillac yeah it's so
0: like, you're not like a air like a 97 air max 95, i always yeah
1: you know what um you can ask tootie 95s the first like it came out in 1995 obviously and i was the man, first I was, I, was a, was I was a kid like, yeah i was a kid in uh university not really making that much money i would spend my entire paycheck as soon as a new color dropped because yeah. they only had four colors the first year and I made sure I was the first one to grab all four colors and then uh um, classic the neon and color. then I actually got disappointed when they re reissued them because yeah. back then they weren't doing that really never and then when they started doing that I got disappointed. but early
0: then, 2000s they started these reissues. yeah
1: so. and then 96 came out I liked those but the 97s I fell in love with 97 and, and I actually liked 97 more than um 95.95 just because I have narrow it's feet. a little more yeah, yeah i have narrow yeah, feet yeah. so the, the 95s look very like i got so many
0: 97s from Tootie back in the day yeah. i had the fucking my i still have them so Who, who's Tootie? if you don't mind me asking
2: because i keep hearing the name
0: Tootie flores jojo flores his brother okay. he djs a lot of his nights yeah. and he had a, a sneaker shop on saint laurent back in the early 2000s yeah okay good foot yeah good and, foot uh, great yeah, name yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, a lot of a lot of like the og sneaker heads would that the was the spot i guess. just
2: looked at those uh, nms the white ones yeah those are disgusting yeah those uh, are really nice the, those 97s so bro yeah those were some crazy ones uh, as far as air maxes go 97s are the year
0: well originally my favorite was 95 but then i just started collecting a lot exactly. of 97s
2: because they were good too yeah what about uh favorite
1: jordan i the was one. never a jordan guy never the the one jordan if you would wear guy. it according to your yeah style. probably you no would probably one. only wear a one i would probably wear one actually um I didn't mind the four either, or the three or four didn't mind either. Yeah, but the other classic. ones, um,
0: but bulky still. Yeah, three like three and four are amazing. I love them. Yeah. But you're gonna wear them with a sweatsuit, a cargo, a this yeah. and a short. The ones is the one you could just wear to the club, like as your dress. You could probably put
1: a pair. Yeah. Of ones on. I was never a Jordan guy. Um, is there a reason for that? Too much want, hype piece. Right. right, it goes he with your
0: your path. your
2: other model where it's like everyone's on it, you're off it. Yeah. And yeah.
0: now more than ever, oh my god, like, yeah. Now like, Jordans are not even like thing yeah
1: like even um the shirt i'm wearing now Pigal, it's actually a streetwear brand from paris nice. so when i went to paris for my honeymoon um i went to the store obviously and i went uh, i mean uh, i probably bought like three four bag bags worth of stuff and then the second i was leaving in two days and it just bothered me because i'm like man i don't know when i'm gonna get to go back to the store yeah so i came back to the work bought some more stuff and then i said to him Yo, you have like a, a website and he laughed. He goes, we have a website, but you can't shop on it. I'm like, why? They go, because Sounds we want like. that. If you want a piece, you, you got to come here and get it. Yeah. We don't and want everyone smart. just yeah. buying. And, and sure. I really respect that because yeah. they
2: could easily. They
0: don't want to hoe it out.
1: Yeah. They could yeah. easily go that route right. and make money, right? But So what are some of your favorite
0: Brands that you, I mean, one you just mentioned, anything else like that you're really feeling that's
1: uh, I mean, I was
2: like, just I don't want to give away too much because then people are gonna start wearing it, then you kind of every kind of rock it anymore.
0: All right, I respect it. <laughs> no, I'm
2: joking, I, I want to hear too. Uh, I
1: the, don't want to buy them. The <laughs> one I'm really feeling right now is Heron Preston. Mm-hmm. Um, I From mean, where? Heron Preston, he, he was actually, um, him and Virgil were actually uh, working with Kanye, mm. helping him with his creative early, yeah, yeah. and um. I'll see virgil took off and heron's taken off now now if you notice like when you when i went to Oshaga, every hip-hop artist was wearing heron um most people didn't don't know heron yet because they're on virgil mm-hmm. he's, he's the next one to he's watch. his if you look at his gear it's very similar to off-white but i like the fact that when i wear his stuff they don't look. Like, oh, they're, they're not. yeah they're not i'm not gonna bump into the guy wearing the same shirt as me so. um so everybody check that shit out,
0: and something else. Well, everybody don't check that shit out. Actually, sorry. I I know you're like like myself. You like a nice timepiece.
1: Yeah, I I you do. I like I like watches. I've um, always
0: noticed that about you.
1: Well, a lot of my friends were like, um, they're into watches, and I just find like, um, I mean, I got so used to it, like I feel naked when I have my watch on, right?
0: Favorite Rolex. Wow. Not necessarily the one you're wearing it because you yeah. can't see on, on camera. But what do what do you? What, what?
1: I like the Skydweller. Mm-hmm. I got small wrists, so I got to go. Skydweller is big though for you though. It's 41, it's a
0: bit, no? it's a bit, Uh Skydweller's chunky.
1: It's one of the more chunky ones. I have anything that's about 41 and around 41, I could. Not write. a Daytona guy. I like Daytonas too. Those are my two, probably two ones. GMT
0: like. or Submariner? What do you prefer? Oh well, I have, a, I have a Sub now, so we'll go with Submariner. Yeah. And outside of Roly, the obvious, are you an AP guy? What do you like?
1: Yeah, I like APs. I had a Hublot uh, before I, w- I. remember
0: you had a nice one. I would. Yeah. I would see it.
1: But uh, yeah, I like I like AP, AP But AP is too big for a wrist.
0: I feel yeah. like it's a big watch. Yeah. It's for a big, it's like.
1: I got small wrists. Remember
2: when yeah, everybody same. had the bright links? I don't like I don't like <laughs> a watch on me. Like I wear a smaller watch because. If there's one thing I'm subconscious about is my wrists. Yeah. So like to wear a big boy watch and have like attention to it. But which, you're kind of a big boy, so you could wear a big dude. Boy watch. I do. I do ten push-ups, and like my wrists are already starting to give away. Like <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. telling you, no, my wrists are shit. Like <laughs> I'll throw a punch, I'll break my wrist. I know it. Like it is what it is. There's just certain things. I mean, I'm blessed with other things. The wrist, dad just didn't hook me up. I guess. Risk it. <laughs> right? No, no flick of the wrist. No, no, I don't flick the wrist. Uh, you know what? Jump shot's nice though. There you go. The jump shot's good. That's about it. There you go. Um, What else we got?
0: Anything else you want to cover? Like
2: I love this conversation, and I should go to me. But I love this conversation because this is stuff that like I don't hear about. Okay. You know, I I I, the Montreal club scene. I'm always enthralled by knowing it and like to hear you speak about it. Fucking dope. It's the coolest. But and I think there's a lot of I, I think know there's anything. a lot of kids out there
0: that definitely are interested in getting in, into your business. Yeah. So I think that you know a lot of people could benefit soaking up some. Yeah, maybe game. we find that if next time. People want to reach you. Yeah. What is your handle? Where can
1: they find you on social media? Um, I mean, I mean, I'm on Instagram a lot. Um, What's your Instagram? It's at tonguev. Okay. Um, but at the same time too, it's like um, I mean, I'm I'm not the type that's gonna post three four posts a day because I don't want to you know annoy people i find a lot of people abuse it so like and also like i have one of my fr- a good friends is actually a photographer so i just if you look at my instagram it was actually to kind of give you insight of what a night in in tongues life looks like you know so no. it's very organic so you have a photographer following you. yeah and it's not because i know this man nowadays like people are so scared to stare at the camera, they'll make their friend take a picture and they'll look away Ooh. and they try to make it look candid, but it's, it's, it's so Jesus obvious. right? Yeah. yeah, but it's like, my dude actually, I don't even know where he is in the room and he's just going to catch me. I'm going to, to have a conversation with you and I want somebody that goes on my Instagram and be like, oh, okay, so this is what tongues night is like yeah this is what it feels like yeah yeah this no, is what i can most of the pictures of me holding a bottle though so that's my life that's pretty much yeah
2: like. fair it's good branding <laughs> i think i think uh for the kid that's up and comer the one that's looking to get into the game do you want them to holler at you should we say oh
1: 100 yeah? like, because you know honestly, are you receptive
2: because like tattoo artists for example sorry to cut yeah. you off fuck off like if i'm a tattoo artist i don't want anything to do with most that i've spoken to at least yeah they're not into like the apprentice stuff unless it's like in the later stages for someone like you, who's been in the game for a while.
1: Are you looking for an understudy? Are you looking Uh, for someone to teach game to? Honestly, if if somebody actually, and I've had, I've had guys come up to me and uh, told me they looked up to me or I always actually try to help them because you know why it's because at the end of the day, I'm not going to be doing this forever. And if there is going to be a kid that can be, let's say the next Rafi or whatever, um, because, I mean, I don't want our nightlife to just get worse and worse, right? Absolutely. I want it to still... And to be honest, like, as much as we say it's not what it used to be, the people that uh, grew in this generation don't know that. Mm-hmm. They know what's going what on now. Was, so they, which for is them, normal. They're having a good time, you know? Sure. It's just
0: we saw something different. Listen, we still... Have a beautiful city, and we still have a vibrant nightlife. Don't yeah. get us wrong; it's just coming from the uh, crazy pandemonium that we came from. It's hard to compare. But, eras, right? But everything comes full circle, yeah. and Montreal seems to be on an up curve. There's shit fucking popping up everywhere. everywhere, businesses, new buildings. So, and the infrastructure is getting completely redone. So. We, we might just have a, have let's, a nice little Let's hope little for the best, right guys?
2: And, let's, and, let's bring it back to the heyday when it was bumping. Yeah,
1: I mean, at the same time, it's like we can't really, it's just, it's a different era now. Sure, so of course. It's just like, if we talk about basketball, it's a different era now, you know, like you can't really compare. It's just the world is softer. It yeah, is what it is. Yeah. I'll say it, you don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> because, because of, how easy we are making it for everybody, right? Like right. promoter wise, access like, too easy. If I if I want to throw a party ten years ago, I didn't have Facebook, Instagram. No, you're, uh, yeah, I had to. We flyer, were calling yeah.
0: people, flyering, exactly. texting them, annoying them, telemarketing. Hey, bro, what's up? I yeah. need you to come check and, me. And too.
1: actually, what's crazy is um, my birthday just passed last week, and I did a party on Thursday. Related. Thank you, Happy appreciate birthday. it. Yes, and now in the scene, in today's scene, um, people are stuck on like if it's their anniversary or their birthday coming up they're going to go to every club they know Mm -hmm. and then pretend they came to support you to make you come to their birthday. Right. Mm -hmm. For me, it's like, it's not sincere, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then my birthday, like I was fortunate enough, enough that it actually popped off. It was, and and the guys are somewhere really happy. Like, yo, you know, like you killed it tonight. And I didn't, you know, Post on Facebook and tag. You weren't trying to, just, I guess. yeah. I didn't go see people and say, "Hey, you have to come see me now." I actually, people. I actually just hit up thirty, my forty, and closest friends, and from hitting up thirty people, they called up other people, and it just there's a trickle down effect. Yeah, and it's like it's it's something they actually look forward to instead of just you know, oh, now I have to come go see. You. Yeah, right. So um, so where can people come check
0: you? You're at Tuesdays at Jovers.
1: Yeah, um, I'm at uh, somewhere Thursday. I'm a confessional Sunday. I'm usually at Ecole Privé too. Um, but I'm at my restaurant a lot also.
0: What so. nights are you at a privé?
1: Uh right right now we're open Friday, Saturday, but they're about to launch a, a new night this Thursday. So they'll be open Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm in and out of there, but like I mean, if I know you're coming for sure, I'm gonna go in. And
0: of course, check out the new the new restaurant. We're going. Uh, we're
2: eating dumplings in like the next like <laughs> week max. Just I'll pick you up, you pick me up, whatever has to happen definitely do i want in
0: thank you very much for coming on the show thank you guys brother thank you absolute pleasure and the show would not be complete without us doing our shot
2: there you go gentlemen cheers Cheers, guys
0: congratulations on your new projects and continued success in all your endeavors thank you guys. cheers respect it's your boy bless (laughs) my boy tongue b let me know you know what it is the moment of truth peace